Hi, this is Heather Bonham, and you are listening to the Learning Coach Podcast, and this is episode 005. Today, we're going to talk about how to work while you're going to school, and I encourage you to go on over to um, studyskillssurvivalguide.com. That's my website, and there I will put up the show notes and any links that we talk about. I also have a link to my book, Study Skills Survival Guide. That book's available on Amazon, and I would encourage any of you to read that and, and let me know how it's working for you. So those are the practical skills that you need to be successful while you're going to school, going back to school, um, and just how you learn. But today's episode is different because today isn't as much about learning or studying. It's really about how you make that practical uh, magic happen to get the bills paid and make some money while you're in school. And uh, guys, I've been there. I have been a working student, you know, parent while I was working, while I was going to school online, and it can really be tricky. And the reality is that most of us don't just have money falling out of the sky. We have to somehow figure out how to pay bills. Now, if you're a traditional college student, yeah, you might have support from your parents, and I hope you do, and that's wonderful. And then you don't have to worry so much about money. Uh, But certainly for many college students, loans and financial aid and um, scholarships don't cover everything that you need or you don't want to take a lot of money out in terms of student loans and I certainly encourage you to be very very careful about that and so if you are trying to pay for school as you go um, uh, maybe take classes slower so that you don't take as many at one time and have as much uh, in terms of a tuition payment um, I encourage you to think about creatively how you can earn money and still go to school. So what I did was uh, when I went back to school, I uh, was working full time as a teaching assistant and then I went back into my original field of case management and for over a year I was working full time as a county case manager for people with disabilities. And I had three little kids, was married, we owned a business, and I was also taking classes online. Now, there was a point later on when I was not working. I was still a mom. I still considered that a full-time job. And for part of that time, we were also homeschooling because we had moved from one state to another. And that was, it ended up not being a permanent move. And so we ended up moving again. um, And during that school year, my kids were, like I said, they were small, they were elementary age, and it just worked out for the best for me to teach them at home during that one school year. And so uh, I was doing that and again, taking classes. Now, when it came to the student teaching phase of my education master's degree, I was not working during that. That, uh, for teachers, for people who are going to school for a teaching degree, it's about a full semester, not quite, of student teaching, and you're in the teaching classroom full time. And if I knew that now, if I knew then, sorry, what I know now, I might have been able to have a side business or an online business. But at that time, I didn't really know that much about having an online business or working for myself part time, and and so I was just dedicating that whole semester to student teaching and not working. Um, but 
I want to present some ideas today about how you can work while you're going to school and obviously why you need to do that. But what are some of the considerations that you need to think about before you're trying to figure out how to earn money and go to school at the same time? Because there are a lot of variables and it really depends on you and your unique situation and also your unique personality and just what's going on with you in, in your life. So again, if you're 18 years old and you're in college, it might be different. Um, if you're 30 and you're married and you've already had a job and you're going back to school, it's different. If you're 40 and you have kids who are busy teenagers and, you know, a spouse who's working and all of those things, again, your life is, is different and you need to take those things into consideration and really be practical about what your goals are with your education and when you expect to finish your program and how much work it takes you to just get all of your homework done. So if your goal is to finish a program in a four-year degree, finish it in four years, and you know you're going to be going full-time, um, and you know you have to have an internship or student teaching or something like that, you really need to be realistic, and you need to sit down and plan with a calendar and look at your life and say, how much time do I really have? And what am I willing to give up? Because you always have to make a trade. You always have to um, spend your time just like you would spend money you have to budget and you only have so many hours in the day and you have to be very realistic about how those hours are spoken for um, and what time you have to spend I guess extra or you know how you want to use that extra time certainly family should be a priority and your faith should be a priority and school has to be a priority, but then work also, for many of us, the reality is that has to also be a priority, and it's hard to have a lot of priorities, and that's just real, realistic. You may not just have one priority. You have several major priorities, and within those, you have to be very uh, strategic about how to plan that time, so before I talk about some of the work options, I just want to go into that issue about loans really quickly. Um, I don't want you to count on taking out a bunch of loans and then magically having a job that's going to pay a lot. I know for a lot of people, they, they do research in their chosen career. And if you're changing careers, you've done research and you think, well, the average pay for this job that I'm going into is X number of dollars a year. But that doesn't mean that that's what you're going to earn. And it doesn't mean that you're going to get a job right out, out of school. Some people don't. And it depends on where you live. It depends on what company you end up working for. There are so many variables. So don't count on making a bunch of money and being able to easily pay back all these loans. And also, don't count on loan forgiveness. Yes, there are federal loan forgiveness programs. There are special forgiveness programs for certain types of careers. Um, but I don't want you to count on those because you don't know. Are those programs still going to be around 10 years from now when you're, uh, when you're qualified for those, when you're eligible for that reimbursement? Are you going to meet the criteria? You know, you think that you know what field you're going to work in, but you might change fields or things might change in your own life. Things might change in terms of your family. Um, you might get married. You might have children. You might not, and you don't know. And so um, please do not take out a lot of loans with the the hope or the belief that it's all going to be somehow okay and work out. I would much rather that you be cautious and go into it thinking, 
that you need to pay for this expense entirely on your own. Now, one thing that I would suggest, especially traditional age college students look into is federal work study. There are qualifications for that, but you may be able to find a way that you can get work study money and, uh, and again, work while you're going to school. And that uh, is a part of your financial aid package. Other things that you might want to consider are, is there a job that you're planning to get where they might pay for part of your school? And you could intern or take an entry-level job at a certain company now, and they will pay for your school as you go. There are other places you can work. Um, Starbucks is certainly one of those that's very well known for this, where if you work there for a period of time, they will pay for your school. They pay for online programs uh, through a very specific program that they have at Starbucks. There are other uh, programs through the military and through other types of kind of uh, public service jobs uh, where if you work for them, then they will pay for certain training for you. So Job Corps is another one of those. And you can look into all of those options before you commit to a lot of loans and before you commit to any specific program. Now let's say that you wanna work, but you have a full-time college schedule and you wanna study something very specific and you know what you wanna study, you know where you wanna to go to school and you just have to figure out how do you work and, and make this happen. Well, again, figure out how much money you need, figure out your schedule. Are you going to school online or can some of your classes be online or does everything need to be in the traditional classroom um, on ground, in, in an on ground school, in a traditional school? How much can you handle in your schedule? Now, if you think that you can work a lot of hours, as long as the job itself is not terribly stressful or demanding, you look for that type of a job. So many jobs do need workers evenings and weekends. Um, but also think about the type of work that you're doing. Is this going to lead you into a future job? Uh, is it good for networking? So is this job going to help you make the contacts that you need or build your resume? Are these uh, positions where you can get a good recommendation letter in the future when you go to another job? Is, is the part-time job or the college job something that would lend itself to a future job for you once you have your degree and you can work your way up? Another example of that, again, is different types of restaurants, fast food industry, hospitality industry. There are a lot of positions that like you to have a college degree, but you can start working there with a high school degree and no degree at all and just work your way up. And then once you have that degree, you can move into a management type of position and set yourself up for a career. So take all of those things into consideration. Now, I want you to also consider your own personality. I would encourage you to go online and just search for a free personality profile to find out if you're an introvert or an extrovert. And if you don't know that, now some people think they know, but they really don't know. The point isn't whether you're friendly and outgoing. The point is to find out what rejuvenates you and energizes you. So if you're an introvert, you are really energized, again, by being alone, by having quiet time by activities that don't involve a lot of talking. If you're an extrovert, you are energized by being around other people and talking to other people and interacting with other people. 
figure out what do you get more of when you're in school and then what type of job really matches your natural personality so that your job isn't burning you out and exhausting you so that it's not taking so much out of you that you don't have enough to give to school. Also, if you really need to understand yourself and you're still trying to figure out even what kind of a career path to follow at all in life, I really encourage you to contact me or someone else who provides DISC profile coaching. That's D-I-S-C. That does have a cost involved. I think it's reasonable, but the DISC profile really delves into your different personality traits and it can help you figure out not only what kind of a job to get while you're going to school, but down the road, what kind of future profession um, might be better for you based on your personality. So it's good to know yourself and to know what energizes you and what wears you out. If you're the type of person who's an introvert and you find dealing with the public very exhausting, you probably don't want to go the fast food route or something like that where you're just constantly around people. But maybe a better job for you would be something doing filing, doing uh, temp work, doing work at you know an agency where you're kind of crunching numbers, um, something quiet, something that's focused and something that's not demanding socially for you. So think about all of those things. Um, The last thing that you want to think about is, does this job have any type of benefits? You may not need that. If you're a traditional college age student, uh, you might be on your parents' insurance still for health insurance. You might be able to get that through your school. That's often available. There are several different federal programs. We know what we call Obamacare is also an option for a lot of people. But if you need health insurance, um, especially if you're an older student and you have a family, you need to figure that out in terms of how you're going to get that insurance and that coverage so that while you're going to school, you don't have to worry about what if I get sick? What if something happens? Because that's an added stress. Um, that'll be on you. And again, there are jobs, even part-time jobs, that do provide healthcare coverage. So look into those options and see what's available because some of those jobs will meet that need for you as well. And that's one more important benefit that you need to think about. Um, Also, I want to talk about how... um, how you work into kind of this role and this schedule. So if possible, work into it gradually. Try not to jump into a full load of classes in a brand new job that's full-time all at once. You know, in the summers or in between programs between high school and college or between college and a graduate program, if you're making a big transition in your life, try to do one thing at a time if you can. Work into something. Give yourself a little bit of time to get adjusted because you may not really know how demanding the job's going to be and you may not really know how demanding the schoolwork is going to be and um, and it can be hard. And I want to acknowledge that. It really can be hard to work and go to school. However, with that being said, many, many people do it and you can do it. And at the end of all of this, if you come out of a program with an education and some job experience and some good connections, good references, some networks, and possibly have set yourself up for a real career, then you're doing the, you're doing the right thing. Now, finally, 
One thing, and I, I said earlier, one thing that I really didn't know was an option when I was in school, or, or maybe it was just that it was long enough ago that, um, that people didn't really work for themselves. I, I didn't know that it was an option to have an online business, an internet-based business. I didn't know that it was an option to kind of work for myself. Now, I knew about direct marketing about multi-level marketing. I knew that there were people who sold cosmetics and vitamins and all of those things um, through network marketing. And I had tried some of it. It just never really worked for me. I tried several different companies and thinking that I could own my own business. But in the end, those things didn't really work for me. Now, we did own a brick and mortar business with a big location, a big mortgage and all of that. Um, and, And that was a whole other load of stress. I hope you guys don't, I hear sirens in the background. I hope it's not coming through on the audio. But anyway, um, I would recommend now for people to really look into having their own online business, whether that business is selling crafts, um, something that you make maybe on a site such as Etsy, selling products on amazon.com or creating your own informational products and selling books Uh, online um, or if you're musical you know creating your music and selling music online or or art anything that you can do in that realm where you can have a small business with almost no expense to begin with and you can work for yourself and set your own hours even if you're only making a little bit of side income I really recommend whatever age you are whether you're a traditional college student or an older student going back to college start your own side business Don't spend a lot of money. Do not go into debt to do this. Do not go out and get a business loan to do this. I'm saying start small. Do something small, but you can make a little extra side money as well doing that. So um, I hope that's been helpful to you. Like I said, I did work while I was going to school. And even traditionally, when I went for my first degree, I worked in the admissions office part-time, Um, Later on, I worked in group homes. I worked weekend overnights for a while, not very long, a short period of time, but that's a hard schedule. I don't recommend that one unless it's easy for you to switch your schedules uh, around because that was tough, but but I did it. And um, of course, it's easier going to school when you don't have to work. Of course it is. But again, for most of us, for a lot of periods in our lives, we do need to work. And I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to uh, minimize your student debt as much as possible. And, you know, just plan your life. Don't let anyone tell you, you can't work while you go to school. It's impossible. Don't let anyone tell you that. It's not impossible. Don't let anyone tell you, you have to get the degree in four years. Because you don't. You can stretch it out. You can take some classes online. You can make it work. It's your life and it needs to work for you and it needs to lead to something that is your goal. And so I really encourage you to be strategic and plan and think ahead and have discussions with those mentors in your life, those people who support you, who want the best for you. Um, As a younger student, of course, I hope that's your parents or other loved ones in your family. Um, And if you're an older student, that's going to be the people in your life who matter to you, your spouse, your kids, you know, your in-laws, your siblings, um, your best friends, people who you know can give you good advice and who really have your best interests at heart and who are looking out for you. Um, but ultimately, you have to think and you have to make these decisions. And um, and I hope that this has been helpful. Certainly, feel free to contact me. Um, you can email at info 
at studyskillssurvivalguide.com. That's how you can reach me by email or again, the website um, and sign up for my free newsletter. We have, uh, I send out monthly news, or, sorry, weekly newsletters with a monthly freebie. And the freebie this month for May of 2018 is a PDF file that talks about what to do tonight to have a great day tomorrow. And it's again, all about planning ahead. So I wish you the best. Thank you so much for being with me. And until next time, this is the wrap up of episode 005 of The Learning Coach. Thanks so much.